Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Understory Podcast. Today we have Tara Guy, who is the founder and CEO of Rump and Tumble. It's a really interesting business, and I'm so excited, Tara, that you're here to tell us more about it. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here, JJ. So to start off, tell us how you started the company. What's the motivation, and how how does it work? Yeah, so Romp and Tumble is a company that curates and rents bundles of baby clothes.、Um, we go from newborns to three years old. And when I was looking at、um, starting the company, I was really driven by a couple of things. The first was I'm a mom、um, and have spent my entire career really with、um, in finance, working for a number of corporations, and had both my kids as I was working、um, long hours. My husband works as well. And so, was really looking to create a solution for working parents, busy parents, that would reduce the domestic and childcare labor labor that they have to do after hours. There's a lot that goes on there. Plus, I wanted to do something with a sustainable point of view、um, because that aligned with my values, and I think the values of many people. But it's really hard to find solutions that are easy and also sustainable. So,、um, as I was thinking about, I knew that. I, I had this big impact I wanted to make, particularly with working mothers, but I wanted to do it with、um, some core values at heart. And romp and tumble came to me as I was actually getting rid of my kids' baby clothes. I was sending them to a friend of mine, and I had so many items that were just sitting there for years and years.、Um, and When I looked around, I was actually shocked,、um, not in a good way, with how many things there were. And as a Rent the Runway customer, I started thinking to myself: baby clothes are even more temporary than adult clothes, and there's got to be a solution that we can, you know, we can figure out that we can we can use to make this whole process of organizing, sorting, getting the clothes out of your home sustainably. Um, in an easy way for parents like myself, and so、um, that's how Romp and Tumble came into existence. Well, thank you for that background.、Uh, for I, I think you point out a few things. One is, as a working parent, you bring a very empathetic lens to what is the pain point, and also the sustainability perspective.、Um, what What do you think for your customers today?、Uh, are Are they、um, Are they interested in the sustainability perspective? Do you have to convey that you know this are not only reduce perhaps the hours that you have to wash clothes and、uh, figure out、uh, the logistics with caring for young children、um, as to、uh, the the clothes and and so forth, but also there is a tremendous sustainability、uh, impact、uh, when more people think this, when more people adopt and use rump and tumble. As part of that network, yeah. So I think with parents, it's an it's it's an interesting dynamic, and it's one that、um, I think a lot of companies are trying to crack.、Um, and obviously, we're out there testing it and doing it as well.、Um, what I found, we've done a ton of customer research.、Um, what I found is that when you think about clothes and time, parents are much are really interested, sort of top of mind when it comes to this kind of stuff for things that are affordable, easy, and flexible. Sustainability is something that everyone cares about, and they want to do good. But a lot of sustainable、um, brands out there are 
just harder for parents to access because of price points. And so Mm -hmm. that has been a really interesting dynamic because I think people care a lot. Um, But then, you know, you go out and buying, let's say, a romper for $35, which is, you know, like with God's, you know, sort of with like the God's organic certification is just hard to do because your baby's only wearing it for two, three months. Right. Um, Right. So if you think about that, that has been, um, that's been something that I'm sort of, you know, I'm really trying to solve a problem, but also say, hey, you can do it in alignment with your values. Right. So let's talk about pricing. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, the, for the parents out there, uh, what's the pricing? What's the business model for Rump and Tumble? Yeah. So the way we do this is we have two bundle options that we offer. We offer a 22 item bundle and we offer an 11 item bundle. And really what we're trying to do is say, we're, say we're, we're trying, we're, we're trying to have you just stop buying clothes, right? Let's rent clothes. And so let's give you almost everything you need that'll get you through let's say one wash a week. And so that's mm. really where we started with the 22 item bundle. Okay. Um, and the 22 item bundle is $69.99 per month. And the 11 item bundle is $35 per month. Both of those, um, you know, those are about, the, and they're all filled with um, organic, um, organic or premium eco-friendly items. Um, and we only source from independent women-led brands. And so that's another place where our values are really um, wow. driving what we do. Yeah. Um, and so it's an exciting model. It's a monthly model. You can rent, um, you know, as long as you want, we have easy cancellations and pauses, but, um, we've tried to make it easy so that, you know, you continue to just rent and, you know, use and send back and you don't have to worry about how you get the clothes out of your homes or how do you donate and how do you get it to your next friend. Right. So talk more about the the customer process. So they, they purchase subscription and then how do they send the clothes back? Yeah. So the way this works is you go on our website and you, um, purchase a, you purchase one of our subscriptions and then there's a design questionnaire that you fill out. And the design questionnaire gives us information about your baby um, in terms of, you know, just their size, weight, are they walking, mm-hmm. are they um, crawling, et cetera. Um, then also style preferences go into that. Um, and we have a free form area as well where parents can write what they want. And so people have gotten as, um, you know, I've gotten things saying, hey, I don't want these colors or I want these colors or I only want. Right. you know, footies that have the grip. So we're able to really customize as much as you want. And then, um, once you sign up, we will curate your bundle. We'll send it to you in a box. We use corrugated boxes. Um, and then we ask that, you know, you hold onto your box so that we're, you know, mm-hmm. we're also doing what we can for the environment. And once you're done, um, you send it back in a prepaid, um, slip that we, um, that we provide with the postage so that that's also, it's free delivery both ways. Um, you don't have to wash or clean the clothes when you send them back. Um, we definitely, although with that, we will never send clothes to you that have stains or holes. We just know that once it comes back to us, if we can get it out, we will, if we can't, it get, it goes out of circulation. And so that's the process. Got it. And, you know, one of the tensions, I suppose, in, in this model uh, for, for the retailers uh, is that the net new consumption, the incremental consumption of 
clothes in retail, in in this case, baby clothes and kids clothes will go down because you're creating a circular economy uh, for this product segment. H- how would you characterize characterize this to to retailers who may be worried that this the innovation that you're bringing to this segment will cannibalize or reduce their uh, their sales and growth? Yeah. So what I would say is, you know, we're working with these independent women-led brands, and that's on purpose um, for a couple of reasons. One, I would say that we really think of them as partners. Um, and so not only we know that, yes, there are going to be items that um, people may not purchase because of this, but we're able to showcase their brands and we do so on a regular basis. Um, and there's a great opportunity then for the items that people do want to purchase because there are those special items or something that you love, right? That, Hey, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to, um, I don't want to send back that then, um, customers discover your brand. They're able to support your brand in different ways. A lot of these independent retailers also, um, have other items that they are doing for babies. And so that's another discovery option for them, but we're definitely looking at how we can partner with them. And so, um, one of the other things we've been doing with our partners is giving them some information about customer preferences. And so, um, you know, we had one brand where they had, um, they were using um, zippers as well as um, just actual buttons. And we've been seeing a lot of customers telling us that they prefer the zippers to buttons. And so we're able to take this information and help them um, figure out what makes sense um, and share yeah. this. And so I really see that piece as a partnership um, in terms of giving them back the information. Yeah. And, I, I, and Go ahead. Go ahead. I was no, gonna say, I, I, I think that there are a lot of companies that, you know, do that. And I think that if we all work together, we create a better system in total. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the other thing that I, as I'm listening to you, uh, Tara, is that a big part of this is also that people should remember if they're on the other side of the argument or they're anxious or nervous about this kind of business model is that the customers are paying it. You're, yes. you're trying to drive higher utilization of products, in this case, baby's clothes, uh, so that uh, it's not just a one use, two uses, but multiple uses, because that should be that, that should be the way or can be the way. Um, one of the things that you have on your website is that you are, uh, you also have corporate partnerships. Tell us more about that. Yes. And so we're looking at that really, um, we're spending a lot of time on that this year as well. So right now we are in the employee perks program for, um, Google, Microsoft, and a, and a number of other companies that use the passport program. Um, and that was important to me because I do think that, think of this very much as a solution for working parents. And so companies have done a really great job, I think with flexibility Um, We've seen this year work from home has risen, but what hasn't changed is that you can work from home as flexibly as you want, but the actual work that parents have to do to take care of kids and take care of the home doesn't change. So I'm a big believer that new consumption models that can support working parents by taking time out of their tasks at home will enable them to... um, you know, kind of be, you know, reach their professional and personal goals and spend more time on that. So I do think of this as something that 
great. It's, it can be an employee perks the way we're doing it with um, the passport program. But we're also looking at talking with some other companies about how to get this into their benefits program. Um, perhaps for every new mother, right? How do you gift something like this so that um, she, you know, yeah. yeah. And so I think that that is, um, I would have loved something like this and I think it's a different way to get to the customer, but it's something mm-hmm. that we're spending a lot of time on. Interesting. That's great. Um, as you think about the space that you're in rump and tumble it is, is innovating. Where do you think the, the major trends are? What are some, or what are some observations that you, you have, gathered in this journey so far that either affirm some of your beliefs or uh, were surprising? Yeah, so this market, I think, as we all know, baby clothing and clothing in general is a highly fragmented market. Um, And I think with quarantine and COVID, what we're seeing is I've been seeing a lot more, a, a lot of interesting changes in terms of customer attitudes towards how they shop. Um, I think you know, affordability and flexibility and the type of clothing and styling still matters the most, but there has been um, a bit more focus on the values behind it. So there is, um, there is, there, I do get a lot of questions about, you know, do we, you know, what, um, what's in the clothing, what brands do we include? Are they women owned? What, you know, what are the brands doing behind, behind um, the scenes, like how do they, how do they treat their um, factory workers, et cetera. So that's been an interesting um, shift that I have seen since, um, since we started looking at the idea. We've only been in market right now for about four months, but we've been spending a time, we've been spending a lot of time on this. It's been over a year um, in the making. Um, So, yeah, so that's been a very interesting um, trend. I think the sustainability aspect for me was, um, really quite interesting because when we started thinking about romp and tumble, um, when I started thinking about it, it was very much, I thought that leading with sustainability would be, um, would be sort of key. But what I'm realizing is that it's not just leading with sustainability, but the education around why it matters, because I don't think that there has been enough. And so that is something that I think this year we'll see a lot more brands do, um, especially because sustainability is such a buzzword. And that kind of brings me to my last thing, that I do think the word sustainability is a buzzword. um, And I thought it even before I started, but it's something that I think if we can educate the consumer on what it means um, and how, what it matters, I think, you know, it becomes less of that word that people are using because it is becoming something that'll, that is just being used and thrown around quite a bit. And I think we need to make sure that we're using it appropriately. Absolutely. That's, that's, you're, you're absolutely correct. Um, as, as a woman founder, I mean, I, I, I know that this is a great accomplishment already. Um, do you have any asks for partners or, um, you know, corporations or are you raising money? Uh, any of the above? Yeah. So um, when I think about partners, um, first of all, you can check us out at www.rompandtumble.com. We do have a corporate, uh, you know, like a corporate partners page. And so, like I mentioned, we are definitely looking to see um, whether there are ways to partner with companies that do want to support working moms and working dads. And so that's definitely an ask for me. 
Um, I would also say as we are also, we're also looking at ways that we can support the community. So partnering with um, various um, nonprofits that are supporting mothers and working mothers and parents and babies. And so if that's something that's some, you know, that there's interest in doing, we are very much looking at that as well. Um, the other piece is that, uh, we're not raising money right now. It is, um, it is something that we are going to start looking at in the next year or so. Um, we're very much just trying to, um, figure out what the, what, you know, what consumers, um, like and don't like. We're looking at extending into different product lines, um, this year. And you can learn more about what we're doing on our Instagram at rompandtumble.com. Or I'm sorry, it's just at Romp and Tumble. <laughs> well, great. Thank you for that. Well, Tara, thank you for your time. Thank you for sharing what you're building at Romp and Tumble. I think it's very exciting. And uh, we'll invite you back for another episode as you continue to scale your company. And uh, for all of our audience on Understory Podcast, uh, encourage you to check out uh, the website, rompandtumble.com. Uh, thanks, Tara. Right, thanks. thanks for having me.